1: Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the F1 podcast that makes FIA steward decisions look fast and accurate We will have
0: finished all of our thoughts within 20 seconds of this podcast ending I'm demoting
2: my thoughts five minutes now, so my next thought will be in five minutes' time, bye
0: Yeah, I'm not going to (laughs) make any more thoughts for the rest of this podcast
1: Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the intimidating F1 podcast No, no Ollie, no Stop
0: (laughs) intimidating me
1: Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the F1 podcast that never worries about going too far.
2: You should
0: hear the stuff that's on the cutting room floor.
2: Especially all the stuff when I'm slanging off my... <sighs> <sighs>
1: Five second penalty. Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the F1 podcast that makes more than 1,200 mistakes per episode.
2: Okay, here goes. Nigel Mansell is a badger. Max Verstappen once uh, <laughs> put a banana in his ear. Um, I, can't, I can't think of any more drivers. Oh, God. And the, last one, the last one's true. Oh,
1: shit. Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the F1 podcast that will surely, at some point, be protested by Aston Martin.
2: I'd like (laughs) to think that someone called Aston Martin would just leave us a negative comment on iTunes.
1: Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the podcast F1 deserves... I'm Oli Peer, here to advise you on the tricky navigation of the Austrian Grand Prix. We'll be trying in vain to avoid breaching any limits and any conclusions we reach will be changed five hours after the podcast is released. Because that's the F1 way, prepare yourself for entertainment and farcical chaos in equal measure. That's all to come. Joining me is a man who is wise now It's Phil Tremans. I am, I feel like I've, I've sort of reached
0: another plane uh, of existence Of knowledge, of understanding Because hmm. uh, it was my birthday yesterday So I'm a year older, a year wiser Well actually no, I'm a day older and a day wiser I don't know why they say a year Happy birthday Phil Thanks very much
2: If you were a driver, which driver would you be?
0: Uh, well I have shared a birthday with Sebastian Vettel So I guess him Okay. In that I should retire And have not been as good as I used to be for quite a while now so And are you more things. conscious of the environment?
2: You do also yeah. have quite bad hair these days
0: Actually quite quite similar to Sebastian Vettel's His is a bit curlier but the, the whole long thing never. Yeah. But you never had four World Championships Well not not in F1 But as we all know There's more than just F1 if you want to be a World Champion I've got two Formula E World Championships Does that count?
1: No Actually. <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> Yeah, no, definitely not. Uh, and beside him is a man who has been to London. London. Oh. It's Terry Saunders. So since we last did a podcast, I had a long
2: weekend in London. I went to see the popular band Pulp play at oh. Finsbury Park, which was very <laughs> exciting. <laughs> You've always liked on. new music, haven't you? I, I've, you know what? I've always liked Pulp, Phil. I've got a, I've got a glass. they are very good, in fairness. They, I'm I, just being... they were supported by Wet Leg, who are a band that I've actually. Oh. Already seen in Berlin because I do like new music. So. Ah, Wet Leg. <laughs> is there anything more hipster than seeing Wet Leg in Berlin? What's more hipster is me seeing him in Berlin after liking the album and saying to my friend at the time, oh, "I didn't really like them live."
0: Holly, <laughs> <laughs> Holly, welcome back. What have you been up to?
1: What have I been What's going up to? on? Uh, well, since I last saw you, I have uh, I have been hosting a Formula One documentary for the BBC.
0: Ooh. I mean, that's very kind of you to say. We're not a documentary. No. I know it does sound like, like we are. And we're not the BBC either, although the production quality is great. Yes. I would So I think you've got your facts mixed up there. Oh, right.
1: OK. So, but I, I have. It, it, it was uh, serendipitous. That's the word I'm, <gasps> I'm going to use. But that's a good that, title. It sort of uh, ended up. Yeah, that should have been the title. Uh, but that's what I've been doing. And it's been... Well, um, plug it. Plug it. What's it about? It's called... It's, it's about Silverstone. Because Silverstone is celebrating its 75th anniversary this year, or 75 years of Formula One anyway. And it's called Corner by Corner Silverstone. We've got Claire Williams, I spoke to. Oh, yeah. She's good. Jody Schechter. Oh, he's a world champion. He is And a cheese man. And a cheese man, although I think he's moving to Italy, maybe to eat more cheese, I don't know. We spoke to a couple of marshals who were the first people um, to attend to Michael Schumacher when he broke his leg in 1999. Oh. Yeah, um, they were really fascinating. And um, a super fan of Max Verstappen, who um, was at Cop's Corner in 2021 and saw him smash into the wall. And he was one of the people... And thought, that I was just a racing incident. Yes, presumably. exactly, yeah. And they... Louis Alvarez is trying to kill him. He's trying to put him in <laughs> off, He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's, that, amazing Dutch that's pretty accent. much it. That's pretty much what we're doing. That was a good Dutch accent. Yeah, it's very good.
0: Oh, well, that sounds excellent, and we should listen to it.
1: You yeah, should, should listen to it. You should go and listen to it. You can hear it on, on BBC Sounds, innit? Let's roll into the obvious metaphor of Listener's Corner, where actually nothing is off-limits. Everyone is obviously talking about track limits, which is actually a bit of a shame, as it was a decent race weekend. Phil Pitt Matthews says, you're going to have to do a second podcast five hours after the initial podcast to make sure you're discussing the revised results. Jarmel Macloof, have I said that right? Probably not, says... (laughs) It's a good effort, isn't it? Jarmel Mackloof says... Esteban Ocon decided to create his own configuration of the Red Bull ring this weekend. I haven't seen someone penalised this much since Esteban Ocon. Will Bowen says, you should get a message from Ocon. He made sure he had an extra 30 seconds to record something for you. Tom Murray says, I'm honestly surprised the safety car didn't get a five seconds penalty for exceeding track limits. And Jamie Turner says, F1 in 2023, utilising the rules to advantage yourself is unsporting behaviour. Attempting to overtake someone is intimidating. and all results should be set by the stewards after the race. Ryan Chapman says, the top three managed to stay on track enough to not get a penalty. Maybe they are better drivers. Right, first
2: of all, bullshit, Ryan. They did, you, oh. you you, know full well, like we all do, that it came from up high. Don't affect the podium. You can penalise everyone else, but don't affect the podium because we don't want to have that kind of headline. A conspiracy. Because if, if Yeah, if, we, we wouldn't want it to look bad, would we? If that many people did off track excursions on that last corner there is, no, there is no way that the top three were unaffected because surely
0: they'd be much slower <laughs> if they were following the rules they're, they're, well no because they're, they're just so good and the other guys were well, shit so if you're Perez, uh, Leclerc or Verstappen
1: you're a brilliant driver who doesn't make mistakes except apart from Perez and, and, Leclerc. and Leclerc it all and seems Verstappen. a bit fast <laughs> and silly all of this, I, I was wondering because Wimbledon's kicked off hasn't it obviously and they've got Hawkeye so yep. why can you not have Hawkeye for cars? Why the hell does that not exist? Why, I long. say
0: exactly the same thing. Well, if you think how... that's well, in Wimbledon, so they'd
2: have to bring it over. If you think how long a telescope is compared <laughs> yeah. to a Formula One track, it's you'd need close, a it? much longer Hawkeye.
1: Yeah, but surely... Several,
0: several hawks.
2: Yeah, like, pres- you've got... If, a
1: flock. This is it. If you can broadcast from, like, multiple cameras on a car that's doing 200 miles an hour all the way around the world, you must be able to see when a fucking car goes over a line. But and only a car. Hawkeye, hawks, hawk,
0: V-A-R... Hawks are endangered species. <laughs> <laughs> so F1's credibility. Like, to, to you'd have
2: to be farming hawks at this rate sure. to get that many eyes. I don't that's mind fine. if it's
1: farmed. I don't mind if it's yeah.
2: farmed
0: battery hawks it's not a problem Mm. battery technology has improved a lot look I think I'm I'm going
2: to talk about this more in the state of F1 but I also think it's ridiculous because I think there is clearly ways around this and I I will I will never get over F1's capability to both stand (laughs) on a rake and shoot itself
1: in the foot at the same time (laughs) Ball boys. They could just have ball boys. They'd be better. Just lining the <laughs> well, entire book.
0: No, uh, it's a little bit Tom Price, isn't it? No, I don't think that's a good idea. Oh, okay. Who's
2: Tom Price?
0: Yeah, who is Tom? Well Price? look it up. But don't look it up. Not on really? the work computer. Oh was that the marshal that died?
1: Yeah. Oh, oh fuck it out, Phil bring that up for?
2: Don't lower the tone. We are making a joke. We didn't really... Me and Ollie didn't really think, oh, let's have ball boys there that they could be smashed
0: at smithereens by the arrow. Well, I see, I we just never tell because it's it's your solution to so many things. It's like, oh ball boys. I <laughs> know, but ball boys would be the solution to so many things. Imagine... You, you, all right, all right. Imagine, this is why we haven't got manscape back, Terry. Imagine... <laughs>
2: Imagine you're in a parochial town centre on a on a Friday night, and there's a fights breaking out. Mm-hmm. And it's if there were like young posh boys in blazers along
0: the edge of the high street, there would just be less fights. Well, I think you're thinking about line judges. But yes, because oh, ball boys kind of places. stand about. I,
1: I was actually thinking of ball boys. But now Borg I'm back on board.
0: If we're talking line judges, yes. who just stand there with their hands on their knees. Yeah, well, just ride right by out! the lines. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
2: I applied to be a line judge once. Did I tell you that story? <laughs>
1: wow. I've wow. not heard this. This is amazing. Let's uh, hear it. That Honestly, is an image I would love to see.
2: I think it was because I was bored, but uh, I, I, I found out that being a line judge is an, um, it's a volunteer job, like Marshall's in Formula One. Mm. And I found out you could just go and apply. So I went to like a tennis training academy near Gloucester. And I got berated at for like two hours because I wasn't shouting loud enough whilst young <laughs> tennis wunderkinds um, twatted balls at me at 200 miles an hour and it was <laughs> terrifying. And then I didn't, I, didn't get around, I didn't get through to round two.
1: That's amazing.
2: Wow. So I always have respect for those line judges, especially the ones that look as if
0: they can't
1: shout and then they shout. Well, they're going to be out of a job, aren't they? Because we just go with the Hawkeye. Let's just get rid of them. Bit of GPT, off. mate. Just go. Oh, shit. Just have that sat on the AI. side. That was the Austrian Grand Prix. (laughs) Done. Wrapped up. Finished. In other news, uh, just as we've got used to Toro Rosso being Alpha Tauri, uh, now they're bloody changing it again. Helmut Loudmouth Marco said last week that the Red Bull junior team is likely to have new sponsors and a new name for next year, although it'll still harvest as many parts from Red Bull racing as possible. We've asked this before, but what is the point of Alpha Tauri Exactly. I mean, I'm still not sure now. It, originally, it was
0: to get the young drivers, but now it's like to get any old driver. No, actually. And maybe I, old drivers again if Nick DeVries gets replaced with Danny Ricardo as he might.
2: I don't think that's even quite true, though, was it? Because wasn't it a quirk of the rules? Because wasn't, wasn't it when the F1 teams were trying to push to have proper official B teams? And a B team would be a literal feed into. The eight, it would just be like a doubling of the budget, and then given the sloppy second cars. But then the rules changed, I think, quite late on. But Alpha Tari, uh Tor- Toro Rosso had already been kind of, they'd already bought Minardi, which is why we've got this kind of slightly ludicrous rule thing of like, oh, you can have some parts, but not all parts, and you have to design your own car, but you can't, you know, but you can basically have the same car. But blah, 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 blah. so, in that way, Al- Toro Rosso, Alpha Tari, whatever, have actually never really had a purpose apart from then, like you say, to. To fuck around with drivers who will get and their to careers, and hawk
0: expensive fashion, um, and soon to hawk other stuff. Apparently, because it sounds like they're going to loosen the sort of the Red Bull connection a little bit, and maybe they'll have somebody else's. Brand but also, on
2: wasn't it a thing that Dietrich Mateschitz has said in his will or something? He didn't want to sell it; he wanted it to stay as part of Red Bull. And it it's seems that, dying words. Yes. Yeah. Nobody else wants to keep it, so they're just going to run it to the ground. I think it'll be like. <laughs> You know, on my visit to London, I went down Oxford Street and there's a lot of American sweet shops in yeah. Oxford Street now. So I think it will be called the American Candy Team. And you'll go in there and just be like, how's he making any money? And it'll just be just picking a so sweets. So it's going to be a front. Yeah. Whenever there's a pit stop, some uh, bonbons will drop out.
0: It's going to be a front and one of the drivers will be Nikita Mazepin.
2: Oh, Nikita, you will never know. Where did that money go? <laughs> A thousand Russian sanctions in a row. (laughs) Oh no! I watched out on John's set at Glastonbury on the Teddy. Did he sing that? He didn't sing that, but he does seem to sing like the Vic Reeves Club singer. Did you notice that? Very
0: much so. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Lived like a killing wind. It was good obviously, <laughs> obviously, we're all very excited about the new engine rules that F1 will adopt in 2026 because uh, they're sure to make racing even better, as all the past rule changes have done. But one person who is less than impressed is Max Verstappen, who says they look, uh, quote, very bad and pretty terrible, according to the early simulations that Red Bull has come up with. What's this all about? Eh? Hey, well, well, he's
2: winning, isn't he? <laughs> if you're winning and they <laughs> say, we're going to change something, you'd be like, oh, don't do that. Yeah. I like it like this.
0: I like it like that. There does, there might be an element of that. And but also, the, the,
2: I, I, I think Max Verstappen's is a bit technically thick. <clears throat> so probably when they said, here are the simulations... Someone's just drawing him a picture like in crayon or something, and he's going, I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Not as pretty as my real car.
0: Why is it all flat? (laughs) (laughs) It's way too small. I can't can't fit in this. (laughs) It's like the Derek (laughs)
1: Zoolander of Formula One. (laughs) imagine i mean he did, he is uh, again i mean he's just how how many minutes was he ahead of everybody like 50 minutes or something stupid
0: oh it, well it was well it wasn't that many in the end because he had an extra pit stop that was an end, absolute piss fun. take
1: that was a piss take yeah yeah
0: no it a, it's called pit stop
1: yes that oh, was a piss take pit stop though wasn't it i mean come on
2: but on the
0: sprint race didn't he wasn't he like 28 seconds ahead of, of perez or something in like yeah 10 it's, it's not close it's not close The thing about this engine thing, so the new new engines, new engine regulations in 2026, which, and I'll be honest, I'm like Max Verstappen, I'm not very clever when it comes to this stuff, but the general gist is there's going to be a bigger split of electric power compared to internal combustion engine power. So it's going to be basically 50% from each, from engine and from electric motor. And the suggestion is that combined with a load of computer-controlled active aero stuff that apparently is going to come in... Essentially, the the cars are going to have to... Well, Verstappen and, and Christian Horner reckon that the, the cars are going to have to downshift at the end of straights to change the ratio of power or something in order to harvest the batteries or something. And it's going to be really weird. You're going to see cars downshifting way before the end of a straight or something. And also, the active aero coming on when drivers don't necessarily want it, i.e. them not having control over it, is also going to be a bit weird as well. He says, this is very bad. It's going to be awful, and we should change it. Now, obviously... Not everybody agrees, and everyone else is like, "Nah, be fine."
2: I mean, there is. I mean, I don't trust Red Bull statements with a barge pole because they're often no. They're very good at saying, "Oh, this is bad.
0: Oh, you're bad too." Oh, weird. But do you trust regulations to do exactly what they're designed to do? Well, as soon as we all remember the knob nose cars, no, I don't. (laughs)
2: So, so no. I, I think there's a high chance that. They could both be right and wrong, <laughs> and everyone could be into
0: another death spiral, but we'll be here to talk about it. <laughs> I mean, it will make for great content, so I, for one, wish them the best of luck with their hopeless endeavours. Oh. The be- I mean, Personally, selfishly, the, um, what
2: we really want is for Formula 1 to get so shit that all the other podcasts that came after us and got more successful get bored. Mm. and we just Which carry on. Which is most podcasts, yes. Yeah, yeah, so we just carry It's like hair and a tortoise. We are just carrying on, doing our thing and in about 10 years we will hit peak relevancy when mm. Formula One's global audience yeah.
1: dips. It's a good strategy.
2: Buy the dip. Yeah. We're like the crypto T-shirt. of Formula One podcasts. No, we're the NFTs. Yeah, but, n- but, but, but not the not the good crypto. We, we never not made like any Bitcoin. money. In
1: I'd argue nothing. the they're the, the cassette tape because it's going to be a really long time, but that's starting to make a bit of a comeback Well, come that's back coming now. back. Yes, exactly. That's Everybody my, that's loves my my the game. really shitty sound quality coming that back. cassette would give you. But, yeah. but we're not
2: going to be the cassette tape because the cassette tape was once top
1: of the market. We're more like the mini-disc?
2: Have I, you... I ah, have OK, but, yeah, but
1: that's never going to come back, is it?
0: Yeah.
1: I actually yeah. found one of those in my shed today, the mini-disc. Well, actually, oh. Yeah, so
0: I've got quite a few. I, I bought a few proper you know, album mini discs, which gave an... I've still got them somewhere and they give an interesting window into my musical taste of the time. The two I can remember were Mel C.'s solo album. (laughs) And... I think. Oh uh, my God. Is it This Is My Truth Tell Me Yours by the manix which is not one of their best albums? Oh, boy. I God bet they cost you like
1: 60 quid as well, weren't they? It's <laughs> Probably, like, yeah, yeah. The, the proper albums on mini disc were really expensive. Yeah.
0: No, they? I went fully in on mini disc thinking this is going to be the future. Yes. <laughs> Three days
1: later, future. MP3 came along, yeah. didn't it? Like, Just yeah. to
2: confirm, uh pulp and Wet Leg, and you are. who is that again? Sorry. <laughs> The Manic Street Preachers and who? Mel C. <laughs> uh, Mel C. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay, just checking. Uh, just checking. If, if album, any oh, he's just influences. showing off how cool he is. Yeah. What a collab with us? It's, it's me you want to call. I mean, the Manics at Glaston were very good. Fuck the Manics. I've always hated the Manic Streets. The Manic Isn't Street they? Sweepers,
0: we used to call them. They don't care for you. Well, if you tolerate this, Phil. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: not finishing that off
1: speaking of changes discussions have been reignited about whether there should be changes at spa francochamp after the death of another driver delano fantoff died after being hit by another car in the Formula Regional European Championship race uh, in an incident not dissimilar to a crash that killed Antoine Hubert in an F2 race back in 2019. Lance Stroll was strongly of the opinion that the track should be changed around Radion Bend into the Kemmel Strait which is where both accidents occurred. Other drivers agreed that something needed to change but some pointed at the very wet weather in the latest crash suggesting that was more the issue. Hmm.
0: Yeah, this is a tricky one that I, th- I think we need to kind of mention because it's something that could have implications in Formula 1, particularly as we're going to Spa in a few weeks. But it's it's a it's a big old shame, and it's especially distressing that it was so similar to the crash that killed Hubert at the F1 weekends a few years ago. Um, Terry, did you see or hear about this?
2: Yes, yeah, so I've caught up on this today, and I think... <laughs> I mean, my view is quite simple, actually, which is if the same accident has happened at the same corner twice, then something needs to change. Yeah. It does seem to be pretty simple in that way, really. It's just
0: this can't go on. As best I've heard, um, the discussion seemed to be, should you change the track. So obviously years ago, I can't remember when it was, there was that they actually put a chicane in at O Rouge, didn't they? And it was a from a spectacle point of view, it was a bit rubbish. So I think a lot of people are like, oh, no one do that. And a lot of people are saying But the tradition, the tradition and I don't want to do that down because tradition, you know, is important and we all like it. But at the same time we're talking about, you know, repeated similar accidents as you said. Um so some people are saying slow the cars down there. Some people are saying that this particular accident was maybe more to do with the fact that the race had been restarted after a safety car i think in horrendous weather which looking at it was like why have you restarted that and that maybe was a thing and then other people are saying well this is the issue of that corner if a car goes off loses control coming through a radial hits the wall they get bounced back into the track and the same thing happened to to van toff that happened to hubert was that he crashed went sideways and then another car came spearing in it very high speeds and hit him so it seems to me that maybe some sort of combination of everything might work um i mean firstly don't don't race in stupid conditions um especially you know when they're going that kind of speed secondly if they're gonna go off let's change the track to make it that they stay off and they don't bounce back into traffic and, and to be honest if the actual reduction of speed i think if you can do those things then maybe it's less of a concern but what do you guys reckon well, in a kind of ironic similarity to uh,
2: the race this weekend, you know, the reason there were so many penalties for the time, th- the track limits this weekend was because it was all on one particular corner. And they're now talking about changing that corner next year so there won't be as many rule-breaking as there are and it's you know obviously the, the consequences are far more dire but it's the same thing if you stop this quarter being as unsafe then you're not going to have these kind of accidents and we won't be having these kind of discussions which is which is the journey that formula one and motorsports been on for 30 years now it's you know it was all about making it safer and we have to admit that although belgium is everyone's favorite track and it's old and it's got all the history of the heritage it was a track designed for very different cars and cars and you know and it's because i think ironically formula one is kind of a bit safer there because they don't they they don't even do it full whack anymore. You know, they 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 can, you know, they could lift off where you used to have to lift off through bits of our rouge. They can all just do it full pulp because the cars have got so much more
0: weight and body traction mm-hmm. and everything. And I think.
2: They have already.
0: Yeah, I mean, they have. If we're taking Spa as the example, they have already massively (laughs) neutered Spa. Remember what Spa used to be back in the sort of the fifties and the sixties.
2: Exactly. Yeah. So, and they've
0: got rid of a big chunk of the circuit because you know trying to go through the master kink now in a Formula One car would be absolute suicide. You know, there were houses next to the track, all this kind of stuff. So, if there's anything that Formula One has got consistently is change. So let's change Spa, please. Yeah. I mean I'm I I I think priority should be stopping the cars bouncing back in. You know, I don't I'm not I'm less bothered about them flying off at, you know, hundred and fifty miles an hour however fast it is through there, if they're not gonna bounce back in again. Um, so maybe that's something they could look at. But something obviously needs to be done. You can't I don't think you yeah, as you said, you can't have two two accidents almost identical, a few variables aside, and just go, ah, it'll be fine.
1: Yeah. No, I agree, you know similar incidents same spot very few years apart it's a bit of a no-brainer isn't it got to do something now tell us how wrong we are you can tweet us at for f1sake or find us on facebook where we're for f1sake or email us at wrong at ff1s.com Alternatively, if you think we're right, why not buy us a beer? Uh, that's what Ray Glennon did, who left us a message as well. He said, cheers, I hope this meagre contribution helps keep you pleasantly tipsy during this. The longest and arguably the dumbest of all F1 seasons. Much love from Seattle. Ooh. Thanks, Ray. That's very nice. Very it nice, is very nice it? of him. I really <laughs> like
0: Seattle and I really like beer, so this is, this is ticking all my boxes.
1: Frasier country.
0: It wasn't my first go-to, but yeah, I like Fraser as well. Why not?
1: Plus, we also celebrate our long-term supporters for being the top champs they are. So please let us thank Andrew Cunningham, Andy yes. Wallington, yes. Keith Ooh, Russell, Neil yeah. Fraser, Keith my Faulkner, Bernard Moore, Tra- Chris Lee, Jenny and Lee, Ralph Brynard, yes. and Bryce Davies. Well done, legends, all those people. Join them. Join them all. Head to ff1s.com forward slash pint pint pint. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Imagine all the team Living life in peace (laughs) You may say I'm a dreamer But I'm not the only one I hope someday you'll join us And the world will be as one I'm not sure now that John Lennon ever died. <laughs> Your face, Terry, is absolute <laughs> despair. <laughs> he likes wet leg and Elton John. And yeah, fucking, he doesn't like, like Beatles. He's way too cool for the Beatles. No, no, They're no, too no, mainstream.
0: no, 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 no. I like no, Elton John.
2: I'm, I'm thinking more that our jobs are safe. <laughs> 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 the threat of AI.
1: Well, let's start. Red Bull. Uh, Verstappen won, blah, 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 blah. Uh, here's more insights, his commentary from our correspondent, Matt Bryant.
0: Red Bull. Max Verstappen continued
2: his bid to make F1 a multi-class series, being in one of his own. He even had time to pit for new tyres, grab a coffee, look around the shops and get his kids a crap plastic toy before setting the fastest lap of the race and taking yet another win. Perez had a tougher weekend, dealing with a fever and sickness, qualifying a lowly 15th. But he battled his way through to finish on the podium probably because he was the only one to stay within track limits. No Nigel Mansell style vomiting in the helmet, though. Shame.
0: <laughs> I've got to take issue with one thing you said. I don't think he was buying his kid's stuff. He was buying uh, Danny Kvyat's kid's stuff, because he's married to Danny Kvyat's ex. Oh, I thought you were Sergio Perez, then, because I
2: thought that no! was... No! Well, that, that would a, be incestuous. That's a good soap opera. <laughs> that, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's how Perez is going to win the championship. He's going to mind fuck Verstappen by going,
0: oh, I bought your... I bought your Stepkids presents. That's okay, isn't it? He's going to steal the stolen kids,
2: and then he's going to say, "I won't tell you where." It'll be like Taken with Liam Neeson. it will phone him and just. Uh, no, I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to stress here. I've never seen Taken, but I've seen enough people take the <laughs> piss out of Taken that I reckon I can do a pretty good job. So Get he's going to phone Liam Neeson.
0: That Who's? Who's in Taken? trouble sure is Perez would
1: do that, and yeah, then Liam, he'd wonder why his plan not Liam work. Neeson <laughs> yeah. is in Taken, but. You wouldn't phone. Yeah, yeah. He would phone Liam Neeson. No. Yeah. Okay. He would to phone ask Liam for Max a Max Verstappen,
0: maybe.
2: No, because Liam Neeson is playing Max Verstappen in this. Right, version. right. Oh, okay. I
1: don't see it, but yeah. Go on, carry on.
2: And he would be there going, "I will, I will get my children
0: <laughs> <laughs> from That's you." Paisley, isn't it? <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> never. <laughs> mm. <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: keep going uh, keep, yeah. please Perez, carry on Perez carry hasn't on? got a chance no. I want to see how <laughs> then, this unfolds I want to see how it goes on
2: please carry on so Perez would call Liam Neeson played by Max Verstappen no Max Verstappen played <laughs> by Liam Neeson sure <laughs> and say I've got your kids they're somewhere what's the last race this year Abu Dhabi again they're somewhere at the track in Abu Dhabi oh on that's Perez saying that is he be Mexican they are somewhere at the track in Abu Dhabi <laughs> and if you win the championship they will die <laughs> You're listening
0: to Inside the Actor's Studio.
1: That was, that was that was brilliant. What a drama!
0: <laughs> I have a very particular set of skills, which is keeping tires alive for a long time. Hang on, so you're saying that Liam Neeson is playing Sergio Perez? Oh, is that what's happening? Oh, I'm getting very confused. <laughs> Liam Neeson's doing it's a one it's a one man play <laughs> with <laughs> Liam Neeson Neeson's playing every Edinburgh role. French show. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a dramatic reenactment of A fantastical. <laughs> I but, think this is great. We should write round,
1: this and
0: yeah. put it on. Is, is Radio Four looking for any plays? I reckon always. we could get this sorted. I'm
1: always looking for a play. Twenty-four hour plays. shit they put on there. Yeah, yeah first thing in the morning, it's a play. Uh, just anyway, just what just are we this... talking about? Oh yeah, Red Bull. Yes, Red Bull. Red Bull. Uh, what about Verstappen and Perez's um, little punch up after the sprint? Well, mm, yes was there maybe
0: trouble in paradise, by which I mean Verstappen's paradise. Mm. Did you see this on the SAR today?
1: saw them having a chat. Yeah, I saw well, a, I so say a chat. The
0: race, the race started and Perez actually got ahead of Verstappen. Not very long, but mm. for a bit. And Verstappen was, as far as I could tell, furious that anyone had the temerity to overtake him. And at the same yeah. time, Perez wasn't very impressed because Verstappen did his normal, fairly aggressive defending. Um, and then I think they came together at the end and decided that probably they shouldn't have a massive falling out in front of the cameras. And now apparently everything is fine. But I can't help thinking that the power dynamic there is very much in Verstappen's corner. Well, it's what we want, isn't it? We want Perez to
2: lose his shit and have a big punch-up with Verstappen. That's the, only, the only interest we're going to get this year is if Perez... Well, somehow stops finishing 15th and also
0: hates Verstappen. <laughs> I was expecting Verstappen to come out the car and start, you know, being a bit cocky and aggressive towards Verstappen. So, what are we doing? What are we doing? And Perez just loses his shit and just nuts him. <laughs> very amusing. It would be entertaining. And just walks off with two middle fingers up to everyone.
2: And then Daniel Ricciardo gets into the Red Bull and wins the championship.
0: <gasps> and turns out to be much better than Verstappen now because he's done so much simulator work. <gasps> he has been very good on the old simulator.
2: Oh, There's, bless you.
0: They're, they're going to put him oh, They're going <laughs> to well, give, give him a test and see if he's still good. And then they'll probably give him Nick DeVries' seat. Oh. Or maybe Liam Lawson, I don't know. We'll get to that. But anyway, Perez. Everyone was sort of hailing it on the Sundays. Like, what a great job to come through from 15th. It's like, yeah, but he was 15th. Like, yes, well done to come through to third in the best car by a country mile. But you're only coming through from fifteenth because you were lousy in qualifying. So I don't know. I, I don't see why everyone is giving Perez such a a fun time this weekend. He's still not doing anywhere near well enough.
1: Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just, do you disagree. Uh, no, I don't disagree. Just uh, I, I, you know. I'm mean, indifferent, really. I just, I'm, I'm just getting bored of seeing. Red <laughs> I mean, doors. I sort of am, really, but we're trying to fill. <laughs> I'm just time, getting you know? bored of seeing them win all the time. So actually, it's quite nice. I think Perez but, is doing us all a favour by fucking it up and messing up. Yeah, the
0: the, the comment from Matt about multi class racing is it might as well be. You know, they're they're basically like a sort of the opposite of a safety car at this point. They're just going much faster than everybody else to sort of clear the way, mm. and the real racing's going on behind.
2: No, the opposite of a safety car would be a danger car, which is something I would like to, li- to liven up boring race weekends.
0: <laughs> what, Bert Mylander, after he's had a few drinks, comes Just out? Knives <laughs> on the wheels, you know, oil slicks, all that kind of thing. It's like Mad
2: <laughs> Max. Yeah, amazing. <gasps>
0: <gasps> yeah. Bernie Eccleston on the front with the big guitar.
2: Playing the chain by Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ferrari? Uh, Let's have a Ferrari update this week from Dawn Janáček. Ferrari. In typical Ferrari fashion, they fought with each other more than their Red Bull bookends for most of the race. On the one occasion, they didn't shoot themselves in their Gucci loafers. A yellow flag early in the race, right as Ferrari was passing pit in, looked like they'd lose out on the fresh tires nearly every other team was able to swing in for. But then, in an oddly well-orchestrated move, they successfully double-stacked on the next lap. In the end, Leclerc took second for Ferrari's 800th podium, and Sainz was relegated to sixth after penalties were assessed for, hmm, track limits
2: they they do what are not they? We'll let them have it.
0: Yeah, I was watching Qualifying on the Saturday and I was literally typing a tweet at the time saying, I wonder how long before Ferrari mess up. And then they said, Ansight's car isn't working, he's stuck in the pits. Which seemed like, well, there it is. But then they managed to get his car fixed and he went out and immediately went fastest. So luck was clearly on their side. They're clearly doing something right. The trouble is, they're Ferrari.
2: It's July, nothing fucking matters anymore, does it?
0: Well, that's true. Yeah, I mean, how far ahead is Verstappen now? Eighty-three thousand points, points. He's. I think he's won next year's championship already. He's, so <laughs> yes. nobody really needs to worry about it. It's just a battle for. It's a battle for, I guess, second at this point. But they're not second anymore. Are they did. They. They dropped down. Are they fourth now? Um. They, I've lost yeah, track. Hold the line, it's, Caller. You're right. They are fourth. Which is impressive against Mercedes, who haven't really got their act together, and Aston, who only have one driver. Although more on that later. So yeah I guess a second and a six is actually pretty good and it would have been even better had Science not got the track limits thing yes it's been a flagrant horrendous cheat but you know I mean we can hope against hope that they might get their asses in gear and provide some sort of consistent challenge but I'm not holding my breath
2: (gasps) sorry I was holding my breath (laughs) (laughs)
0: that's why it's important that one of us doesn't do you think Leclerc will stick around Well, his contract's up soon, isn't he? He's 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 about to be in or he is in negotiations for a new contract. Mm. Where would he go if he didn't? Well, I think think there's interest in him. (laughs) I've heard rumours or I've heard of interest from, he says, trying to remember, I think Mercedes and Aston Martin. And I could potentially see him at either of those teams in terms of a fit with I mean, Lance Stroll's not going anywhere, is he? Or is he? I don't know. We'll, get, we'll come to that. But the thing is, Leclerc I mean, did really love Ferrari. I think he was Ferrari Academy, wasn't he, or something? He's been with them for years. But there's, surely there must come a time when you're like, I'm so sick of being let down. Well, mm. we've talked about it before. Like he,
2: He's now learned the hard way what really history should have showed him <laughs> was going to definitely happen, which is Ferrari <laughs> will absolutely fuck his career. Yeah, career enders, yeah. So, you know... <clears throat> He's got, I think he's, he'll have options. I think he'd be stupid to stay at Ferrari. I think other teams would be stupid not to get him. So I think he'll he's, be okay. I'm not going to worry he's, about it. He's
0: him. maybe not an absolute top-tier driver because I think he makes too many mistakes, but he's well up there. But is he not a bit um, of a yeah.
2: Vettel in that way, which is he'll make mistakes when he's frustrated, but I would imagine put him in a Red Bull this year, he'd
0: walk it. Possibly, but I think he's, uh, without, without having specific examples to claw on, I think that he would be better. I think he can drive or anything well, whereas I think Vettel was very much like, I need I need my perfect car to be brilliant, and then I'll be very brilliant. But if the car's not brilliant, I can't make it too much, whereas Fair. I think Leclerc can. Fair. But he does make too many little mistakes still, Fair. which at this stage of his career he should have ironed out by now. And that's why I don't put him quite as high as, well, Verstappen. Uh, Verstappen and Hamilton and Alonso, if you don't factor in the politics of <laughs> negotiating...
1: Team relationships. McLaren! thought I'd just shout that in your face. Uh, Both McLarens were out of the points at the previous race, but in Austria, they had an upgrade. Well, Lando Norris did, and he managed a fourth-place start and a fourth-place finish. Uh, Is this just McLaren being good in Austria, or might they have finally managed to stop the rot?
0: It's cautiously encouraging, I think. Mm. I mean, to go from no points to a fourth and no points because Piastri, A, had the old car and decided to take his wing off right at the start of the race. Um, I think it was good. I mean, they have, from memory, always been fairly decent to Austria. And Norris is very good. Uh, but, yeah, why not? Let's let's say that McLaren are back and this is going to be it until they have their stupid new livery that they just announced today. Do we want to talk about that? Have you seen that?
1: I have seen oh, it Oh, I yet. haven't
0: seen it. No, what? what? Oh, They've well, it's got, harking
1: back to the old one,
0: isn't it? Well, they've gone. They've said. So you remember they've they've got Google Chrome as a sponsor, oh, and they said, right, Chrome livery. We're going to do Chrome. We all remember the Chrome liveries of the past. And if you Google it, you'll see what they've come up with. It's just that a with a dot of orange on it, isn't it? Yeah, it's a spiker <laughs> or a Force India. Very
2: disappointing. Fuck's sake.
0: Terry's face. But <laughs>
2: well, it's just, it doesn't work because Google Chrome isn't shiny. You don't, you don't think of Google Chrome and go, oh, foil. They're just taking the word Chrome mm. and gone oh, we've
0: got some of that foil left over from our glory days. I, yeah, I was, just, I was assuming that this is like sort of a, a throwback to, what, 07, 08 kind of time? I mean, to so be honest, nice,
2: if, if, if they really want to make it like Chrome, they should just have it slow down the rest of the, the,
0: <laughs> the race. Oh, they do? Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, they should have loads and loads of tabs on the bodywork. And it should be Control-Q to quit. Press it, <laughs> press it again
2: because somehow I'm Chrome and I'm special. Because oh, did you quit me by mistake? No, fuck off. I only use you for the fucking podcast. You.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Safari man. Safari, really? Yeah. Hmm. I think I they should this. have to drive it with a keyboard. That's what I think they should do. <laughs> or like the submarine in the Titanic it should be with yes a what with the games controller, controller. Norris would be go. good with that when he's, a, he's a gamer
2: he'd love that okay well let's let's up the ante a bit if they go off track the car implodes.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: dear oh fuck it some rich that c- was that know. was beyond the limit <laughs> I don't think it was
2: I don't think it was when billionaires die on a, if only there was an apt place for some billionaires
0: to go on a stupid journey and die <laughs>
1: Well that's our freebie trip to the Titanic thing (laughs) Oh yeah, no, they can keep it Come on, don't want that I I I still go down
2: there Anyway, the weird thing is I was a huge Titanic nerd as a kid Until the film came out and then I hated it So I was a bit of a hipster in that as well So what I realised when this whole Titanic thing was happening Was that I still had all those facts at my disposal Like a friend of mine was like, oh how deep do you reckon it is And I was like, 2.4 miles (laughs) 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 It's amazing how those fans. And you stick can in still sing
0: that Celine Dion song, can't you?
2: No, I hated the film, Phil. I had my own song, which was The Titanic. It's gigantic. It had two sister ships, the Olympic and Britannic. Uh, uh, uh,
0: um. <laughs> That's actually really good. That it was is
2: 992 out. feet long. It fitted to... Like I do.
1: I've got to check that. I, I want to just verify some of these facts that he's spitting out in his. Okay, wrap. now I did
2: remember 992 from memory, so let's see how close I was. Okay, how, yeah, long I was Titanic? how long was the long? Maybe it was
1: 883. I think it was double number, single it's, number. Sorry, hold on. I'm using Chrome. It's taking a while. Uh, <laughs> hey! Uh, 269 metres. Well, that's not helpful, is it? Eight hundred eighty-two. Oh, <laughs> oh that's so, so close! He's a hundred feet it. out. That's not close.
2: But I knew it was double number two. So nine ninety-two. I thought it was nine
1: ninety-two or Yeah, you singing. So. You singing the this song, telling everybody all these facts. Ah. Oh. oh, if only, if only somebody who had an interest
2: in the Titanic wasn't so cavalier with their facts and, <laughs> and measurements. Yeah, it can go
1: that deep. It'll be yeah. fine. Don't, Don't worry. worry about it. <laughs> uh just back to mclaren briefly if when piastri has the changes to his car we'll, we'll know for sure surely is that happening this now for the next I race would for- i would
0: assume i'd i be very surprised if they don't have them for uh silverstone it'd be pretty slack if you had changes for one driver <laughs> and then the following race the, the track was literally you know relatively up the road from your factory and you were like oh no sorry oscar
1: <laughs> we've been busy sorry
0: yeah, we were just we, we got so drunk after that fourth place we just kind of forgot that you hadn't got them or that you drove for us.
1: Well, another Silverstone team. Aston Martin, uh, Lance Stroll uh, had a weekend that was actually not too bad and he even beat uh, Alonso in qualifying. Sure, he finished several places behind him but it's progress, right? Otherwise, the Aston seemed a bit off the pace. Uh, dodgy weekend for them or are other teams catching up?
2: Bit of column A, bit of column B. Yeah,
0: comme ci, comme ça. Swings and roundabouts. Horses oh. for courses. Morecambe
1: and Wise. Never got horses for courses. I still don't get it. what does it mean? Well, you've not been to France enough.
0: Okay. I don't know what Cause it means because they, I... they eat horses. I I think I've eaten horse. No, but is it? Have you been to a wimpy lately?
1: Is it a horse? horse? As in a
0: horse on a race course? The horses bright- for courses... Oh, more. it could be. I've always thought horses for courses as in food, but maybe not. No,
2: it's a British proverb saying that different people are suited to different things. Yeah, but that well, makes yes, no sense. That. Oh, what, so a
0: horse... Oh, I see. <laughs> we know what it means, but <laughs> you what, where does say, it come from? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <Where the,
2: yeah, laughs> Stitching time <laughs> saves nothing. <90. laughs> but- this is a problem with just reading from
1: the internet. I, 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 I lack... <laughs> There's no problem with it. I enjoy <laughs> it. Basic comprehension skills, yes. Phil, um, it's so important Aston we Bight should Bight iron it. that out. Oh, no, yeah, go on. Sorry, Aston Well, yeah. Etymology co- is an allusion yes. to
2: the fact that the racehorse performs best on a racecourse to which it is specifically suited. Ah, so there's so you there thinking go, that you knew what sense.
1: it meant like, for eating fucking horses. I didn't know what it meant and I just took a shot in the dark and I got it right. Uh, what do you yeah. think
0: happens to racecourses race, race or racehorses when they're done with? They get a shot in the dark. Well, that little tent yeah, that yum, they come in. Aston Martin.
1: Yeah, Aston Martin. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, go on.
0: Um, going back to them. Yeah, Stroll was all right. Alonso was a bit off his game. Everyone else is getting better. Aston need to make sure they carry on their momentum.
1: Next. Mercedes. Uh, Wingie Hamilton came to Austria this weekend letting rip with no end of complaints about front end grip and other people's track limits. Maybe he should have focused more on his own limits, uh, what with getting 15 seconds of penalties. George Russell, meanwhile, was one of only two drivers not to infringe the rules, even though he was some way off Hamilton's pace. Uh, what's happened to Mercedes' upgraded pace?
0: Gone. Or at least they've n- f- not really ever been that good at Austria, have they? They've always
1: been a bit rubbish there. So that was just this. Did you hear Toto have a go at um, Hamilton? <laughs> we,
2: we know the car is shit. <laughs> Drive just drive, drive my just shitty drive car.
0: car.
1: Yeah. <laughs> drive the car. We don't pay you to dig. <laughs> who, who was the other driver that didn't break the rules? Uh, Alonso. Oh, it was Alonso, was it? Because George Russell, you just yeah. kind of expect that with him. He's so like... Yeah, goody two-shoes. Uh, Alonso
0: got um, got Lance Stroll to break all the rules for him. Yeah. Ooh, Both <sighs> mad. Too soon? Nah. It was 15 years ago.
2: Fucking hell, is it? I, th- I oh, remember no, talking ridiculous. about it on a podcast. That's depressing, isn't it? But at <laughs> least you're I've... not Nelson P.K. Jr. Is that all I've become? Is that going to be on my tombstone? Did f- f- he did Formula a very Formula 1 podcast ones. for fucking 60 years of his life. Uh, uh, thing 60, year.
0: we, 60 years, we've still got a fair way to go, though.
2: That's all before right. full being found dead in his apartment with the F1 streaming on his Apple Vision headset and his cat <laughs> eating his dead flesh. <laughs> trousers around his
0: ankles and copies of autocourse everywhere you know on the apple vision headset
2: there's a thing where if you're in virtual reality mode and someone comes up to you they'll kind of appear through whatever you're watching mm. that's just to stop wanking isn't it <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, it's like ollie i'm in the room oh fuck <laughs> they must have had to have tested that uh williams uh logan Sargent was less terrible than he has been And finished in 13th place, just two places behind his teammate Alex Albon. Although Albon did have 15 seconds of penalties for track limits. Is there any encouragement to be found for Sargent here? This was probably
0: his best Grand Prix. Which admittedly is not saying much. And it probably won't mean he keeps his drive if there's anybody even slightly qualified to take it next year. But, yeah, you know, fine. Well done. Well done, Logan. You've achieved... The absolute minimum acceptable.
2: Exactly. I mean, good on him. He can at least
0: retire after his only season, knowing sure. that he didn't fuck up every race. Yeah, he can go and um, open a bar in Tenerife with Jaime Alguasari. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alpine. Pierre Gasly uh, had a bang average weekend in that we don't remember ever seeing him, while Esteban Ocon completely failed to understand the concept of track limits and got a million penalties in the race.
0: And Not for the first time. Didn't Ocon have a really good race last time? I can't remember. I sometime did. recently he had a good race. I don't remember the details now. but He's a bit up and down, isn't he? But at least he's doing something. Gasly's just kind of faded into the background for me. I, I genuinely can't remember anything he's done this season. Wait a minute, we haven't talked about the Alpine news. What well, LP News? They've been bought oh, by. Yeah. It's oh, yeah! No, I knew there was something we
2: should have stuck on the
0: script. Let's talk about it now.
2: They've been bought by It's Always Study in Philadelphia, is that right? Well, so,
0: well sort of. Oh, I think the, the that's blokes that beat the football team. It's, yeah. it's the blokes the that, beat that bought beat the, football the,
1: football the football team. Football team. Yes. <laughs> no, sorry, I meant bought. The blokes that bought the football team. They, they, they've bought, yeah, that's right. Yes, the Hollywood yes. people. Well, oh, I, okay.
0: I mean, my, as far as I can tell, this might be a slightly headline grabbing bit. Basically, an investment group of which Rob uh, McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds are part of, has purchased, I think, 24% of Alpine um, for 200 million units of currency that I forget. Dollars? Euros? Pounds? Probably euros. Probably. Um, Which is interesting for several reasons. One, because of the obvious success of Wrexham since Reynolds and McElhenney bought them and the associated coverage that they've been getting. But also because it values Alpine at just shy of a billion euros which is pretty fucking high
1: that's momentum,
0: isn't it i mean it is that for is a relatively bonkers. midfield midfield team um i i don't think it's as as straightforward as as literally just those two have bought in the way that they bought Wrexham is like that is their club True. they are just part of this sort of conglomerate that has a minority stake in it but th- um but I, it's I interesting think- that they're getting involved
2: I mean, it gives a bit more glamour and glitz to Formula One. You know, it's going to get more people interested the rest of it. But the billion-dollar figure is very interesting to me because, if, yeah, like you say, if a middling team is now worth a billion dollars, which, you know, now they've got all the budgets in control. That was always the thing they said with the budget cap, is that, you know, if you can make teams profitable, their value is going to go through the roof. And it does mean that when Williams was sold to Doralton Capital a couple of years ago for $200 million...
0: For the whole thing. For the
2: whole thing. Yeah. It does kind of rather imply that Williams, in, in, only, in the way that only Williams can, have managed to fuck up even <laughs> this open goal. <laughs> Just or like, it means I, that they have skyrocketed in value. No, 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 no. Williams will now also be worth getting on for a billion dollars. Well, what I mean is the Williams family sold. <laughs> Bless them, they they fucked up like they fucked up every
0: decision about Williams in the last thirty years. <laughs> Having said that, Alpine has a in the short term better. Performance than Williams by quite some way So it yeah, could be I that mean, Williams are actually still worth 200 million can just going down every day They're now worth 170 million How do we owe you money? I don't get it <laughs> 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 they're gonna, uh, Maybe it's this is a long. it's a long game by Claire Williams And she'll actually buy it back for a pound
2: Yeah and then run the team into the ground. No, or win the world championship with sorry, Ollie Showbiz friend Claire Williams. I do apologise. Oh yes, sorry.
1: Time for some ha 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 Emily Knights. Hulkenberg came third in squally one. Magnussen was sixth in squally three. Hulkenberg ended up fourth and Magnussen tenth. So it was looking pretty good. Magnussen started from the pit on hard tyres and then after just one lap came straight in for mediums only to come back in again for hards on lap two. I think they were just bored. There was an incident again where De Rees pushed him off the track and even though he made it into the top ten ended up only 19th. Hulkenberg started 8th and initially gained one place, which he did hold on to until his mandatory pit stop in lap 11. He had a power unit issue shortly after that and had to retire, so his bad luck clearly continues. That also didn't stop them from giving him a track limit warning after he'd retired.
0: The Haas thing's interesting, I think, at the moment, because they clearly have, over one lap, really quite a fast car. But the trouble is... It basically uses all the power it can From the tyres And uses it in three laps And then the tyres are dead
2: Oh but for those
0: three laps they are great Oh they are (laughs) flying They are flying Hulkenberg's been right up there in Q3 loads lately
2: Yeah that whole bit in the sprint race Where he was like with the Red Bulls And you just kind of It all feels a bit Winston's wish doesn't it
0: I don't know what that means Is that like a thing for Terminal Children Yeah Okay. Um, (laughs) Does it as in, it feels is there something it wrong with Hulkenberg that we don't know about. It just
2: doesn't feel real. It feels like they've let him win a race. <laughs> oh, it, it, his dying wish was to be second for a few laps in a sprint race.
0: I mean, I think that I think that Haas should be targeting the sprint races now because clearly they've got they've they've designed the fast car. That's done. That's in the bag. Yeah. Now they need to design a fast car that's faster that doesn't absolutely shred the tires within five <laughs> laps. So surely the target's like, right, well, let's see if we can keep it going for 20 laps. That seems a good target. When's the next sprint race? Let's set our development targets based around that. And we'll see if we can... Because he, he got points, didn't he? Where, where did Hulkenberg end in the sprint race? He was He still top eight, wasn't he? Can't remember now.
1: Remember so that's, that's,
0: now. That's, that's progress. It's not going to work in the races. Don't worry about that for now. You are going to just go backwards, use it as development, target the sprint races, and then not last... Will be your reward in the, jam- in the team's championship. He came sixth. Did he really? Mm.
2: Well, there you go. Well,
0: fuck me.
1: Which is order, If you're listening, that'll be a tenner. Alpha Tari. Uh, Alpha
2: Tari.
1: <laughs> they're Alpha Tari for now, but for how long? Over to Jamie McNaught. Alpha Tari. I'm pretty sure that Sonoda and De Vries have a pact to give Helmut Marko an aneurysm to get at him first before
0: he eye up and exit for at least one of them. After his warning, De Vries chose to save his F1 career by heroically qualifying 20th for the race to which he dribbled out to 17th position finish. He fared slightly better in the shootout and sprint, but both him and Sonoda were over a minute behind the leader by the end. Sonoda continued the heroics by losing his front wing, diving into a pinched corner, only outdoing himself by forgetting to break and nearly skittling half the grid. Is there a benefit for Red Bull to have the second team, or is their upcoming name change one step closer to scrapping them all together? Well, I don't think they're going to scrap them all together, because if we learned anything from an earlier conversation, <coughs> it's that F1 teams are really expensive now. Um, so at the very least, they could just flog them for a billion quid. What are they going to call got it? race wins in their history. What
1: are they going to call it?
0: <sighs> I don't know. Something woeful.
1: Do you reckon it be after I the re- sponsor?
2: No, yeah. I reckon... They should call it steer" because Toro Rosso is Red Bull in Italian, and I live in Germany, so it should be steer
1: Is that what Red Bull is in Germany?
2: Rotsteer, steer But if you put Red Bull into Google Translate, it says Red Bull.
1: No, that's a terrible name. Uh, they should just go after whoever uh, <laughs> uh, you. whoever, the, whoever the, the 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 you know the biggest sponsor is. They so should just call it that because then it, oh, it, let's it, call it the Brexit Party. Though. Yeah, like, or like Lidl, just the Lidl car, or like it would hey, just be funny. Knock,
2: don't knock Lidl. I'm not knocking Lidl. Lidl. I'm
1: just saying it would just be funny. It is Lidl.
2: Yeah, you're right. You're right for it. It's pronounced Lidl.
1: Mm. Mm. Depends what country you live in. I mean, it's definitely Lidl. Uh, I live in Germany. It's Lidl. I
0: live in the south, and we're quite pretentious. It's Lidl.
1: But they should just do that. Name it after the. Um, the main sponsor. Then they it will
0: definitely do that. Over yeah. here, Waitrose is pronounced Which is...
2: Waitrose. <laughs> 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 we actually have a... St- okay, the main supermarket in Germany that isn't Lidl or Aldi is spelt R-E-W-E. How would you pronounce that?
1: R-E-W-E. Uh, R-E-W-D. <gasps> what did you say? Raver? Raver?
2: Yeah. R-E-W-E. Rue. Rue. Reve, reve, oh, always close. Reve, once I was with a friend and she was like, oh, "We can go to." There's a reve in the, there's a reve in the corner, and I was like, oh,
0: "That's funny." There's a Rui as well, <laughs> and we're talking about the same shop. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> anyway, who are we talking about? Alvar Um I don't know what the new name's going to be. I think De Vries is fucked, isn't he? When Helmut Marko comes out with a quote like, "Oh, Christian Horner is
2: right. He is shit." I, I, I haven't got much confidence in his career. I don't know. <laughs> Like he d- he literally needs to be one of those Alpha Tauri drivers that wins a race. Just say- and even that he'll yeah. probably get booed out. But he's gonna he, get
1: yeah.
0: I was gonna say he need, he needs a he needs an absolute miracle, and I think he needs more than one of them. Oh, never gosh, mind. God. He'll join the long list of yeah. former junior rebels. Can't Bowl say drivers. we didn't
1: warn him. No, Alfa Romeo. Uh, are also in Austria, we assume. Probably. Sounds to reason that they were there.
0: All of which takes us to the standings with Terry Saunders. I went to see Pulp this
2: weekend. Keeps going on about as it. I mentioned before. Now, you guys haven't known me for long enough, but in my former life as a comedian, I had my 2006 Edinburgh show was called Pulp Boy and it was a story all about a boy who only spoke in pulp lyrics. Wow. So to recreate a little bit of that story, the standings here are the standings if they were pulp songs so in number one which technically is a Jarvis Cocker solo song is <laughs> Still Running the World by Max Verstappen <laughs> number two Something Changed Sergio Perez he's not good anymore uh, Fernando Alonso is number three with Help the Aged um <laughs> Lewis Hamilton is The Fear with number four he's getting old Born to Cry is Carlos Sainz Razzmatazz is Charlotte Clerk with all of his naked pictures Do you remember (laughs) the first time it's George Russell because he's young Uh, Lance Stroll, obviously common people Um, (laughs) Esteban Ocon with My Legendary Girlfriend (laughs) we all know about that Uh, Lando Norris' Babies Pierre Gasly with His and Hers also about the same girlfriend as Esteban Ocon Uh, Nico Hulkenberg, After You, No I Don't Want a Podium Uh, Alexander Albon, I Spy uh, for my mum Oscar Piastri misshapes, which is a nice joke about Oscar Pistorius. Um, <laughs> <laughs> David's last summer is Valtteri Bottas, and his last season in Formula One silence is Yogan Yu because I, I've never heard him speak. Yuki Tsunoda is Disco Two Thousand because dishearteningly Yuki Tsunoda was born in the year Two Thousand. Oh God! And Kevin Magnussen of Suck My Balls fame is this is hardcore. Uh.
0: Won't it be strange when Yuki Tsunoda's fully grown?
2: (laughs) (laughs) And teams, uh, we of course were racing at the Red Bull Ring, so I thought, what would other teams have named after them? I really wrote this quite soon before we started recording uh, so <laughs> first place the Red Bull ring the second is the Mercedes cloak to hide their embarrassment the <laughs> third place is the Aston Martin money pit the Ferrari apologising to their driver's stamps which by that I mean one of those stamps that, like, they're using like l- lawyers and stuff so it's just like they just stamp on their hands sorry, just a, sorry. <laughs> uh, the Alpine my first contract kit after last year's debacle the McLaren crystal ball the Haas ball protection unit the Alpha ladder to climb from irrelevancy the Williams bad financial decision award and the Alpha tower we fuck them they don't deserve anything
1: this year that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and now, the man Ooh, of the funny. match of driving.
2: Esteban Lando, Lando Norris. Norris. Oh. Mm-hmm.
1: And now it's time for the State of F1 with Terry Saunders.
2: It doesn't matter what job you do, if 1,200 of something comes in on a day when you normally get about four or five, then for sure something has gone wrong. If a quiet Wednesday afternoon in a pub suddenly has a jumbo jet full of people turn up outside wanting a steak dinner, you don't blame the hungry diners or the unsuspecting pub, but the local council who allowed that runway to be put next to that pub. (laughs) Stupid, ignorant podcasts like us used to use their charismatic ex-comedians to vocalise in segments with names like the state of F1, that curing the track limits debacle would be easy. Oh, how wrong he I was. But actually, I wasn't, because you're still doing it fucking wrong, F1. To recap, there are white lines around the track which dictate the, what's it called? Track. For years, if you went over the line, it didn't really matter. Cut a corner and you're in shit. Drift over the line. What line? Didn't see any line. But this got too egregious and so now every now and again in the most formula one way possible the drivers will be told that some of the corners you had to stay within the lines but the other corners what line I didn't see any line <laughs> and then people like me said use hawkeye have some kind of sensor that triggers if you go over the line and what happens it does 1200 fucking times <laughs> why because the drivers are literally saying what line i didn't see any line my car is too big and i tell you what i've had enough but don't worry i've got a solution Go to B&Q and buy some gravel. If there's nowhere to put the gravel, they'll build a bloody wall. It could be made of super safe, spongy, bouncy material or a fucking hay bale, for all I care. I've had enough. The end. <laughs> wow. Just finally cracked. I've yeah, cracked.
1: You did get You got very Stupid angry.
2: Stupid fucking Formula One bloody wanker! i fixed this problem ages ago
1: well that's it from us 883 oh no no it's not no we've still got more actually no we're going to carry on it's not it's not we haven't wrapped up yet no terry's got something to say go on what was it was the
2: titanic was 883 (laughs) feet long
1: (laughs) (laughs) now that's definitely it from us it's goodbye to phil tromans
0: Goodbye, we haven't had time to talk about uh, Bob Fernley, who the former pre- team principal of uh, Force India, who sadly passed away, which is a shame. Uh, too young, uh, big figure for a long time, uh, sadly missed.
1: And to Terry Saunders. We haven't had time to talk about the thing that I just thought of. Is it Ron Dennis? Yes.
0: It's <laughs> 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 Ron Dennis with you, isn't it?
1: We haven't got time, Phil. <laughs> We'll be back next week to discuss the British Grand Prix near the Northamptonshire villages of Toaster and Whittlebury. In the meantime, check out our Facebook page. Why are you laughing at facebook.com for F1 sake? And follow us on Twitter at for F1 sake. Terry, where can people buy merch? Ff1s.com forward slash shop shop shop. Thanks for listening. I've been Ollie Peart.
2: Goodbye.
0: Bye. Thanks, Ollie. Bye. You've been Thank